Hello, welcome to the Satellite Market Cast podcast, where we feature key executives from leading satellite companies worldwide, talk about their company, their careers, industry trends, and other insights on the exciting satellite communication industry. I'm your host, Virgil Labrador, Editor-in-Chief of Satellite Markets and Research, inviting you to another informative podcast with our featured guest today. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Satellite Market Cast podcast. And our guest today is Crystal Dredge. She's Marketing Director of ABL. It's a well-known company uh, based in the East Coast of the United States. Uh, they, ma- they manufacture antennas and other things. And uh, this, this uh, podcast is actually unique in, in, in one sense. You know, we've, we've interviewed CDOs, uh, CEOs. Now we're looking at it from a, a marketing perspective, marketing communications to be more specific. Uh, the people who do the work behind the scenes, and uh, you know, if a company looks good and, uh, and and they handle their communications very well, and, and, and with the industry and with all their different publics, there's usually a person like Crystal who's behind all that. So uh, here to talk about uh, AVL uh, is uh, Crystal Grant. So Crystal, welcome to this podcast. Thank you, Virgil. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. This is this is. I really appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. Right. Now, Crystal, uh, before we get into your company, you know, uh, you have a very interesting background. You have a, a degree in journalism uh, from Kansas, uh, the University of Kansas, which is a very famous uh, journalism school, actually. A lot of great journalists came out of there. Uh, and then you have an MBA. Uh, and then you worked for a lot of uh, companies, uh, most recently before ABL was uh, EMS uh, Technologies. So. Uh, how did your uh, your journalism background uh, actually help you uh, in, in, in the subsequent jobs that you've had in it? So having a background in journalism means that first and foremost, I'm a good writer, or I should be a good writer, and that I also should be a good communicator. And I have found with time that that has really helped me in the technology field because I work with people who are very, very technical and can't necessarily communicate their ideas Mm -hmm. um, to a broader audience or even to sometimes to others within the company. And that journalism background has really paid off because I can interview someone really technical or sit and work with somebody really technical and take that technical information and convey it into something that is more easier to understand. Um, not necessarily in layman's terms, but just for people who are not necessarily a, you know, a master level or PhD in engineering to understand something that's really complex and really technical. And in all honesty, that's what I love the most about my job. I love working with really technical people and I love communicating and it has, um, having that journalism foundation has really served me well. Right. And uh, like I said in the preface, you know, you're, you're doing a really good job because uh, ABL is very well positioned in, in the industry. You know, it, it, you, you support the media, you, you, you're active in the uh, uh, industry organizations. Talk, talk about that a bit, uh, Crystal. How, what is your philosophy of branding and uh, how, how do you execute that in, in, in our industry? Well, I'm fortunate because AVL had a strong brand long before I joined the company. And as the head of branding now, I am a fierce defender of that brand. Um, Everything from the logo Mm -hmm. to the way messaging is used, either in an announcement, on the website, in social media, all of those ways. I'm a very fierce defender of the brand. But 
like I said, the brand was strong before I came to the company. And, and the reason for that is uh, first and foremost, our founder, Jim Oliver, who is an engineer's engineer and engineer's products that stand the test of time. Um, the very first antenna that Jim ever made branded with an AVL logo is still in operation today. And that was 26 years ago. Wow. So we have great products. We have great engineering. We have the best customer service in the industry. So we have a brand that is quality, good products, good looking products. So nice aesthetics because of Jim's engineering. Um, and when I joined the company a little over eight years ago, it, you know, my job became to continue defending that brand and continue to make it stronger um, so that, so that AVL still really stands out against our competing products, competing businesses. Um, and so that we do what's the most important thing that <laughs> in our industry, which is make good products and keep our customers happy. So that's, that's my job is to be a, a part of how we do that. Right, right. Talk about that a little bit more because uh, legend has it that Jim Oliver started in his garage, right? 26 years ago. He did. It, it was a little more than 26 years ago. He incorporated the company in September of uh, 94, I believe. And so we're now 26 years old. Mm -hmm. And he did start the business at his house. And he was uh, essentially retired. He'd had a previous business and he had sold it. And um, the engineer that Jim is, he couldn't sit still. So he started tinkering. People started calling him. He uh, decided... He, he found a cool technology that uh, was being used for other applications, but he saw that it could be used for satellite communications antennas and reached out to the person who developed the technology and got a license to use it and made the first AVL antenna. And it's still being used today. It's, a, it's an SNG antenna mm -hmm. and it has outlived two trucks. If that gives you any idea. 26 years and it's still in use. Now, that said, you know, they've visited us a time or two and we've, you know, tweaked it or updated it. Um, but uh, that's, that's one of our big differentiators. Our products are repairable mm -hmm. and can be updated. Um, it's, our products are not meant to just be replaced. We stand behind them. Now you have a whole uh, portfolio of products. You have your own facility now. You own your own facility. You just launched it a few years ago, right? The, a new... Uh, larger facility in Asheville, North Carolina. So when Jim started the business um, and, and outgrew his home, he went through a couple of iterations and ended up in a part of Asheville called the River Arts District. Mm -hmm. The River Arts District is a, um, while it's an arts community, there, there were buildings that were empty there. And, and this was prior to me joining the company, but AVL was in several different buildings and people were constantly crossing streets and rolling products back and forth. Mm -hmm. And the business had grown to the point that Jim needed a larger facility. And he found a larger facility in North Asheville. And uh, at the time it was a, boy, a food lion, a Tuesday morning, a hair salon, a bakery, <laughs> a Chinese restaurant. I mean, it was essentially a strip mall, a strip mall. anchored by a grocery store. <laughs> and uh, the grocery store had recently closed. So Jim bought the building and connected all of the different parts, all the different, where there had been individual businesses turned it into one right. flowing business. And it was about 55,000 square feet. And that has served as the company's headquarters 
Um, that's where our engineers, our sales and marketing, um, our all of our manufacturing is there. We still outgrew the space. So Jim built another building across the street and uh, it's another 55,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. And so now we have an Avial Technologies campus with two really beautiful, large buildings. And then about a mile west of that, we also have our own test range. It's mm. about 1600 feet, but we've got two towers where we just drive about a mile and we can take a new products out there and can test them on right. our own property. So we, we do have, um, an extended campus, if you will, between the two buildings and the test range. And, um, but all of our R and D, the first building, I should say, we've already added onto it twice also. Mm -hmm. right. So it's, um, it's a pretty, it's a very nice facility and it's very engineering and technical oriented because yeah, it is right. yeah. it's Oliver all over. Yeah. I, I'd love to see that actually. I've never been there, you know, and then, you know, we do these uh, video uh, uh, tours of facilities. Uh, as well, as, uh, in, in addition to these podcasts and the interviews that I do at the trade shows. So maybe when all these is uh, passed, you know, uh, when, when we get back to a semblance of normalcy, you know, we can revisit this. Yeah. So how is it now, uh, Crystal? Talk about, you know, we're in the midst of a global pandemic. How, how has ABL coped with, with that, you know, uh, situation? Well, our, our first step into the pandemic was we were all at the satellite show in March. Mm -hmm. You were there too. Yes. We we're all there. On the second day, we get word around noon that the show's ending at 6 p.m. We're not going to have a third day. Um, a few of our folks were able to fly out and, uh, and get back to Asheville. Um, but it was a, wow, it was crazy. I've been doing events like this for a really long time. I've never seen one come to a grinding halt like that. Yeah. So it was chaos for a day or two. And, uh, but everybody stepped in and everybody figured it out. Everybody stayed safe. We finished the show, got all of our equipment back to Asheville. Right. So the business being a defense industrial based supplier, we did not close. We had right. customers come to us and tell us we couldn't close that we weren't planning on it. And we just did everything we had to do to keep our employees safe. Um, with the distancing and the face protection and uh, sanitizing everything. All internal doors are now open so that no one's touching a door to go through. Um, and we've made it work. In fact, right after the pandemic hit, we started getting a lot of emergency orders for an antenna here, an antenna there for setting up a mobile, a MASH type hospital mm. in a field or in a convention center. And we were able to fulfill some some of those orders very, very quickly. And uh, we, we have had some of our government-related orders slide a little bit just because people are working from home, meetings aren't taking place. There was just that transition for a couple of months where we were all trying to figure out how to do this. And uh, so we, we did have a little bit of work slide out, but we think it's a, a short-term problem. We expect things to be back to normal, especially from a defense standpoint here shortly. Right, right. So did you see any uh, changes uh, in the way you have to do business and also in the opportunities that uh, you are, you, you know, or markets that you're serving as a result of the pan pandemic? Well, from a marketing standpoint, we certainly saw changes. Um, not being able to take new products out and show them to people at physical mm. events was a challenge. And um, that's something we really rely on. We don't have products that, I mean, 
we have we have beautiful products. Yes, they look good on video, but people really want to touch them and see yeah. them working and see how to pack them up or how easy it is to lift one onto a vehicle. Right. So we came up with our own roadshow. We went out and bought a truck, we bought a trailer, and we have done numerous events of our own. And when we set them up, we keep everybody safe. Everybody, you know, stands, you know, many feet apart. And but that way we can still do events and show things to people. And we've, we've done that this year. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's proven to us that we can be, um, that we can be resilient and that we can be flexible and find new ways to address um, customers and get products in front of them. From a business standpoint, we've learned that even in the midst of a crisis, we can keep the business going, that we have a great group of employees. Everyone is careful and Mm -hmm. health focused and respectful. Mm -hmm. And we've had no issues whatsoever. I mean, we have had a few employees who have been sick and Mm -hmm. when they start feeling not well, they stay home, they do the right thing. And the reporting is in place and it, uh, from a business standpoint, I, I think Avial has done a fantastic job and we've managed it really well. And we're mm-hmm. still keeping orders flowing and getting products to customers. And, and we're just going to keep that going. Right. right. Yeah, talk about your, your portfolio products, you know, because we haven't really talked about that in detail. Because now you, you produce a, a, from the smallest antennas to a very large one, right? And, and what applications are they being used for? Well, we make antennas that are primarily transportable. Mm-hmm. So that means you can put them onto a vehicle, drive them anywhere, set them up and operate them within minutes. Mm-hmm. We also make case-based antennas where you pack these, you take the antennas apart, they disassemble very quickly, you pack them, put them into cases, you can ship them anywhere. Air freightable, um, ocean freightable. Some of them you can even carry onto an airplane with you as luggage. Mm-hmm. And once you get to your destination again, set them up very quickly and be on air. And uh, that lightweight and transportability um, design, all those configurations, that's really where our Jim, Her- Jim Oliver heritage comes in. With our cable drive technology for positioning an antenna, they're incredibly lightweight and it, it lends to having a very um, flexible type of design where we can take these antennas apart and put them back together. Well, that said, we do make fixed antennas too. We don't, we don't get orders for those as often, mm-hmm. but we do have certain customers coming to us with very specific requirements. Um, we make a five meter antenna mm-hmm. that is primarily fixed once it's in place. It could be taken apart and moved if needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will operate in seven different frequencies. With the push of a button, you can go from one constellation to the next. Right. So it's a very specialized product. So that's the largest we make. The smallest is 60 centimeters. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, we've got other products in development. I know it's no secret that we're working on flat panel antenna technologies as well. Right. And, uh, and we do also, so we're, we're very well known for working with geostationary mm-hmm. constellations for operating in geo, but um, we work in MEO and mm-hmm. we're also close to having products ready to roll out on Leo as well. Right. It seems to me, Crystal, that uh, from your description of your products, that uh, post-pandemic, you know, I don't think uh, uh, the markets for those uh, have changed. So as you mentioned earlier, it can be used for defense purposes or uh, emergency response uh, uh, applications. So 
not, 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 nothing's really changed there, right? Well, you know, markets are constantly changing. Mm-hmm. We haven't felt an impact mm-hmm. yet, um, but it's, you know, as a business, it's our responsibility to try to stay ahead of the market and those, those potential changes. AVL is not known as a comms on the move antenna provider, but mm-hmm. I hope that's certainly changing, mm-hmm. um, especially with the development of flat panel antenna technology that we have going on right now. We have some incredibly brilliant engineers coming up with some really great products. So I'm excited, you know, in the coming years to see those roll out, see what applications they can be used for. Um, and then, you know, with all the, the new Leo launches, there's a Leo launch, it seems like, in the news every week. And to do, be developing antennas that track Leos. Um, Leo is a, is a really complex um, it's a really com- complex system and it's complex for tracking when you're handing off co- constantly. So you can certainly do that with a parabolic antenna with an X over Y and other types of antennas too. Um, but I do think that, you know, the flat panels with electronic steering and uh, being able to communicate with multiple satellites at one time, that's the direction okay. that markets are headed. And I don't think we're going to have this figured out soon. I think mm-hmm. it's going to take longer than most people realize because it is so complex, but right. we're going to get there. So it is going to change a lot of markets for us. Now, from an AVL standpoint, I, I really do agree with AVL's leadership and especially our engineering leadership and our view of the market that if you get a, a parabolic antenna one meter in size or smaller, those are the antennas that the flat panel technologies are likely to replace. When you're working with a, uh, a much larger need for bandwidth, something like a, say a 2.4 meter antenna where you can have an amazing amount of, of uh, bandwidth going through that. Um, so mm-hmm. a significant gain, that's not as easy to replace with the flat panel uh, with the, between the, the power requirements and, and a lot of other um, issues related to operating those antennas, we don't see those markets changing anytime soon. But what markets are you most bullish at for, for ABL, do you think, in the next few years? Well, ABL's top customer, top end user for many, many years has been the U.S. military, and I don't mm-hmm. see that changing anytime soon. Right. Our products are rugged, they're reliable, um, they can be used for many, many, many years. Um, we've had antennas that have been shot. We've had antennas come back with holes in the reflector, shrapnel marks, and we take them out to the test dock and turn them on and they still work. So our antennas really do serve a need for the men and women in our U.S. military. And uh, when they're deployed in uh, dangerous areas, they know our products are going to work and are going to enable them to communicate when they need to. Mm-hmm. So I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, and we're very proud of the products that we sell to, to the military. And uh, I'm proud of the fact that we enable communications in really dire circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that we also enable communications um, for other purposes as well. Just maintaining communications with families or, or uh, other service members in other parts of the world. I really hope that at some point this... Um, that we're all able to go back to whatever view of normal we had before. Mm-hmm. And 
that we're able to do more things in person again. I, I think of all the things that have transpired with this pandemic, the things that I miss the most are being able to see people face to face. And um, I love launching products. I love going to events and, and meeting people and seeing our customers and hearing the stories of what works, hearing the stories of what doesn't and taking that back to engineering, something needs to change. I just really hope that we do get past this sooner um, than we're expecting. Mm -hmm. And that we can all be um, moving our industry, moving our companies, moving our products forward again, but with face-to-face -face opportunities. And, uh, and I know that AVL will always continue to support, um, you know, satellite executive briefing and, oh, and others out there. Um, we love being a part of this community and we're, we're proud of what we do. And, um, and I just can't wait to actually see you again in person, virtually. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. I think your, your sentiment is echoed by almost everyone in the industry. Everyone I talk to says the same, you know. Uh, satellite, uh, the satellite show where we last met, seems like a long, long time ago, you know, seven, seven months. And that wasn't even a full show, you know, it was two thirds of a show. <laughs> so we're all ready to get back. And, uh, and there's nothing, I worked in a teleport before and there's nothing like, you know, watching a demo, seeing a product in action. And I can see that you're, you're really very uh, uh, passionate about this. Uh, and and, and th that's good to see actually, you know, that it's not just, you know, these aren't just machines, you know, these are, these, these are uh, living, almost living, you know, I think there's a book called The Soul of a New Machine, you know, which there's, there's a life to it you know, or a soul if you even go even further and, and you uh, embody that crystal. Yeah. And I like your marketing approach wherein uh, uh, ABL, you know, you're very supportive of not just the media because it can give you publicity, but you're also very active in the uh, in the uh, industry organizations, you know, the SSPI, the GBF and all that, which do a lot of good work in the industry. You know, we're all part of this industry. Some people kind of miss that sometimes, you know, that there, there are many different uh, players in the industry. The media is part of it. The in, in, in industry, uh, associations are part of it. Of course, the companies are the core. They're really what makes the world go round, you know, uh, and, and then the customers, of course, the, the users, you know, and... At AVO, we really have kind of two arms that we reach out with. One is the local community, the Asheville community. And this is all, this all goes back to Jim Oliver. Um, the company is a huge supporter of local schools, of STEM education, mm -hmm. of um, the arts community and community events. Um, we've built, we've contributed to the building of, I think, eight Habitat for Humanity homes in the last eight or nine years. Mm -hmm. And I, for one, I'm, I'm really appreciative of Jim Oliver and the culture he's created and the fact that we're so encouraged to be part of our community and to make a difference in so many different ways. But we're also encouraged to be part of our industry. And we have so many great organizations in this industry. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thrilled that AVL works with, with GBF, with WTA, with SSPI. Um, I love, I'm a big fan of the Better Satellite World Committee or a Satellite World Campaign um, because satellite communications really truly is indispensable. It really does impact all of our lives every day. And it's that invisible um, part of communications that so many people don't realize um, how, how important satellite communications are to everything we do. Um, 
imagine world a world today without GPS. We'd never <laughs> be able to find our ways right. anywhere, would we? Right. Um, but it's it's so critical, and and I'm I'm thrilled to be part of a company that is so proactive with these um, great industry organizations, and uh, and you know. It, as long as we keep selling great products and becoming a being an integral part of this industry, we're just going to keep forging ahead, all of us together collectively. The other thing about this industry I really love and appreciate is that even though we have competitors, we're all friends. We yeah. all collaborate. Um, it's so interesting that it's one industry where you're your competitor is also your customer and you just never know what that next project is going to be where you're collaborating with someone who you were fiercely competing with a year ago or two years ago. So yeah. it's a really unique industry in that regard, but it's, it's also really inspiring to see how great companies come together and, and solve problems and uh, keep this industry moving forward and just doing great things. It's, it's fantastic. Right, right. Well, thank you very much, Crystal. Well, thank you, Virgil. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Yes. Uh, Crystal Dredge, Marketing Director of ABL Technologies, a company that we've been following very closely in the Satellite Executive Briefing and uh, www.satellitemarkets.com.